Spencer Life with Brent and Jeff. Luckily, I'm totally awesome. Thanks for tuning in tonight. We're excited to get here again for another great topic, another great night of music and truth. Are you sure it's going to be a great night? I think it will be, indeed. Yeah, I think it will be as well, not only just because we're playing great Christian music and because, of course, this is the altar life and we always have a great time here, but because Jesus is in the house and we're excited because he provides all the things we need for a good radio show. Jesus is in the house and the house is packed. That sounds so familiar. So much so we got the back door cracked. Sounds like a DC Talk song. Uh, it's Toby Mac of DC Talk. Yeah. <laughs> JC, who's in the house? JC. That's uh, Carmen, <laughs> <laughs> who is uh, awesome. <laughs> if you want a song cool. that's like theatrical, go to Carmen. I'll that's give right. it to you. <laughs> so, um, what? We have a topic or something <laughs> for a show. <laughs> There's like a show going on or something that we we're supposed to be doing. I don't know. Like, uh, come back. <laughs> come back. Wait, there is a radio show. There is a fine radio program that's going to commence here this evening. Commence. And, um, commence, yes. That's a good word. I'm trying to use big words every now and then. Not to hurt anyone's head, but just to um, you know broaden our vocabulary a little bit. I think it's important. Yeah, we need to deal with this show expeditiously. And not just the vocabulary of our English, but just the vocabulary of... Um, the language that we have with the Lord, you know, that's good. Growing in our relationship with Him, we're con- a good thing. We're continuing on in our conversation about the character of Jesus. We're going to be talking about Him as a provider. Obviously, we see a lot of things in Scripture about Jesus providing for our needs. Um, we see Psalm twenty-three. We see those verses. We're going to look at them and um, just talk about the difference between wants and needs and. Uh, what God um, is going to provide for us. So Jesus, the provider I shall not want is the topic tonight. And um, we're excited. We've got lots of great music. DC talk, double play, audio adrenaline, the tonic from cross movement, Reliant K, etc., etc. Um, don't forget to log on to our website, www.thealterlife.com. In fact, just send us an email and say hi. We love that. And um, <clears throat> we've been getting a few recently and it's been a good thing. So continue to uh converse and we'll converse back we promise yeah we're gonna start actually putting stuff on our website for a change uh if you go on there you should be able to find some stuff you can listen to maybe our unbelievable segments um hopefully we'll get some of our shows up there for streaming pleasure uh it would be fun i think i think so too i'm sure you guys would like it (laughs) especially those people that can't get this in on the radio you are listening to the ultra life with brent and jeff thanks for tuning in and hanging out with us we're going to be talking about Jesus providing for our every need. And sometimes we always, you know, we, we pray, you know, there's things that we really, really think we need <laughs> and there's things that we want um, and we pray for those things. And God wants us to pray about everything, you know, and that's a, that's a great exercise. Um, but often we think God's not providing for us because he doesn't do it in, either in our time or he doesn't do it at all. And we think that's, uh, you know, it's his bad. But we're going to be talking this <laughs> evening about how that's not really his bad. It might be our bad um, or it just might mean that we need to spend more time in prayer and speaking to him. So um, we're going to be jumping in right now without hesitation about Jesus being our provider. One of the most obvious stories in scripture where we think about Jesus providing is the feeding of the 5,000 and the feeding of the 4,000, two separate um, instances where Jesus took something, uh, you know, made something out of nothing and he provided supernaturally for our needs um, or for the disciples needs, I should say back in those days, but a perfect picture of what Jesus can do for us as well. 
um, Jesus' compassion that he sees on these multitudes of people that are hungry. It's time for them to go. Um, you know, Jesus is done speaking, and the disciples want them to go away so they can get something to eat. And Jesus says, no, wait, we can feed them right here. And they're like, what? <laughs> There's no way we can feed these guys. There's so many of them, plus their wives and children. And Jesus takes five loaves and two fish, and he provides for not just their need, but he also, uh, there's leftover, which is a lot of times Jesus, um, not only does he provide for us, but he gives us, you know, over an abundant or exceedingly what we could ask or think like the Bible says. And, um, you know, that, that picture in scripture of Jesus providing is just so important. And as Brent said before, like when we're, when we're asking for the right things, God's not going to hesitate to give us those things. And a lot of times we can ask for like the Lamborghini or the thing that we want, but it's not, you know, what we need. And we're going to be talking about that. What do we actually need? What good things do we, uh, or can we inquire of the Lord for? And will he give us? And he'll provide for us. And Jeff was talking about feeding of the 4,000 just then. And when Jesus fed the 5,000, um, same thing. He fed everyone. And at the end of the time, there were baskets left over. There was there was more than what was needed. And actually, what's really cool about that is there was 12 disciples, and there was a basket for each one of them. So God didn't just provide for the multitude. He provided for those who were serving the multitude as well. He was providing um, for everyone in the place that, that had need. And, um, you know, such an encouragement. You know, we live in the land of plentiful. I mean, the United States is like, you know, you could just go down to the store and buy a gallon of milk and a loaf of bread if you want it. You don't have to, like, pray that God would um, take a little sardine and multiply for your family. But sometimes, you know, in our, a lot of times, um, or sometimes in our life, maybe we've gone through a place where we just don't have money to even go to the store and buy bread um, or buy milk. And um, we have to be on our knees asking the Lord, where, where's the next meal going to come from? Um, and that is a reality in our country, even though there are many folks in our country who are wealthy enough to not have to worry about stuff like that. So, um you know, we're going to keep talking about this in the context of Jesus's character because Jesus loves to be our provider. He loves to be the one that gives us what we need. And um, in fact, he's the only one who can give us what we need. So what do we need? That's the question. Um, we're going to try to uh, delve into that a little bit tonight. Um, the need versus the want. And I know that I get those things blurred. And the good thing is that Jesus knows. <laughs> yeah, I, I can go and say, Jesus, this is what I want. But you know what I need, so just give me that, and everything else is cake. <laughs> uh, you know, everything else is just the cherry on top. Um, before you just heard a double play by DC Talk, they are always double play worthy. Like it, love it, need it. And since I met you, like it, love it, need it sounds like a Cold Stone Creamery. That's what it makes me think of. <laughs> it's like it, love it, gotta have it. The different sizes. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I can only eat like the small one. I know. Every I time always I get think that I'm going to get a big one. size and I'm like, oh, what did I do this for? I feel it like sludge sliding through my arteries. And as Jeff was saying, what are, what are the things that we need? You know, living in America and we have, you know, all these commercials on TV, you know, telling us all the things that we really need um and they're just tricking us to buy their stuff because i don't know when the last time is that you we needed some of the things that we saw on tv you know it's like i never realized i needed that but you know what i really do i should go out to the store and buy that thing that i need and um and i start praying to the lord god if only i could have 
that um, you know robotic back scratcher that I've. <laughs> no, that's a dumb example. <laughs> I was trying to think of something, but I couldn't think of something. That's like when you have the new Madden come out. It's like Madden 09. It's the exact oh, same I thing as Madden it. 08. When if you you could save fifty bucks, sixty bucks by just going online, getting the players' attributes, and just create them in Madden 08. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what we used to do. We used to have like Madden 98. And it was like 2003. We would just like create the new players. <laughs> like, like just make them. There you have the capability. Uh, save yourself a little trouble. You don't need that stuff. You, you know, yeah. you want it. But uh, a great verse in, um, you know, obviously we think of Psalm 23, which is where we got the title for our show, I Shall Not Want. And and just the, the emphasis on that, you know, that the word want has different connotations than it does in like the New King James English. But a good translation is I will lack nothing um, for I shall not want. You're not going to be lagging. It's not like, oh, I'm missing out because God's not, you know, he's withholding all this good stuff, which is actually the lie of the enemy in the very beginning, which is where we get our problems is that we always think there's something else. Always think there's something more that God's holding back from us. But, you know, through throughout scripture, it talks about how Jesus is our shepherd or the Lord is our shepherd. The Lord is our provider, Jehovah Jireh. He's not going to be withholding anything from us. He says, uh, in Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for him, his name's sake. When we're thirsty, he gives us something to drink. When we're hungry, he feeds us with himself. He's the bread of life, he says. He's going to give us um, the spirit so that out of our innermost being, it's going to be flowing with rivers of living water. When he's speaking to the Samaritan woman at the well, he said, if you drink this water, you're going to thirst again. But if you drink of the living water, you're never going to thirst. Jesus knows exactly what we need, and he's always going to give it to us when we ask for it. So let's ask for it. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. And his word, a lot of times, is where it's at. You know, yeah. our youth pastor always says, before you have a Bible study, it's time to feast. You're unbelievable. The altar. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. Hour two is upon us. Don't sound so excited. <laughs> Just like, oh man, another hour of this nonsense. <laughs> but we're, you know, what happens? We're talking about needs and wants. But what happens when God just gives you what you want, even though it's not really what you needed? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like the good analogy is what happens when you eat more than you needed to eat? <laughs> yeah, yeah, referring back to Cold Stone Creamery. Yeah. What we mentioned. That we eat too much. We get the love it instead of the like it, and then we end up hating it. <laughs> because the like, gotta oh, have God. it, gotta hurl it kind of thing. <laughs> There's so many instances where I just go overboard. Like, I'm the, the class. Like, I just need everything. I always... It's funny, because my wife will eat, and I'm like, well, she's a woman, so whatever she gets, I have to get something bigger because I'm right. a man. Right. Even if what she's eating is perfectly enough for me, I just assume. Then I'm like, <laughs> then I'm like whoa. <laughs> I just get that feeling. When your wife orders the large, and you're like, oh, man, that means i got to go extra large. <laughs> I have to keep up my rep. I can't be a lightweight, which, if you saw me, there's no way I can be a lightweight in anything That's possible. True. There's anything one day else. a year where Americans just eat eat more than they should and that's thanksgiving oh i thought you were gonna say halloween (laughs) (laughs) well that too but i guess generally americans just like to eat a lot yeah um it's finally an excuse it's like oh thanksgiving (laughs) i could eat all that turkey if you ask people about thanksgiving they're probably like oh that's the day where we eat turkey they wouldn't know anything right that's the day where we're gluttonous that's right (laughs) if gluttony was a sin 
God would have made Look, it that Here's way. what we do. We <laughs> feast. We eat way too much food. Then we go lay on the couch while we watch football and sleep so that we can get up and just keep eating the leftovers. <laughs> I know. I know. It's always like, oh, I couldn't eat another bite. Is that pie? <laughs> you always get to that point where you're like, you got to make some room. That's right. Make room. <laughs> um, but, you know, when you when you overeat and you have that, everyone's experienced the feeling of that just bloated, I've eaten too much feeling where you're looking for sweatpants on and then realize you've got them on already. <laughs> and it's still not enough. When you actually feel like you're creating stretch marks with every swallow of food. <laughs> You're just like, that'll leave a mark. My belly's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> and there's just that pain, like your abdominal muscles are about to give out because oh they're gosh, trying to awful. hold that food in and you just need to find a couch to lay on. Why do we do that to ourselves? Because it tastes so good and we think we want it. You're like, we want it. We want that taste. It's not it's that. Like, it's, smell it. It's it not that we're hungry. Good. We don't need it. That's a, I'm classic for that. I'm just like, but I just need the taste again. Yeah. I need it. And that's like. That's a good analogy for sin, actually. Yeah. You're like, I just want that that feeling, that thing. I don't need it. Look it's how not good gonna, it looks. Yeah. <laughs> Look how great it smells. <laughs> oh, just let me sink my teeth into that wonderful goodness. <laughs> and then meanwhile, you're wallowing in the mire of self-pity. And then you don't want to go to the beach because you take your shirt off. Yeah. Anyway. Like Brent and I. <laughs> Shirts in the pool. Speaking, That's what's cool. Speaking from experience. <laughs> a little funk for y'all. The whole funk and nothing but the funk. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. That was unspoken with more than enough. Some local artist flavor for you to save up. What am I doing? <laughs> I'm being gluttonous on lingo. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> this isn't Our- Jeff. What's happening? Where am I? <laughs> Our listeners are getting fooled by your talking. <laughs> Where are my sweatpants? Uh, uh, anyway. anyway. What were we talking about this show? Know. Gluttony. No, wait. <laughs> talking about how... Our needs differ from our wants. That's true. And uh, but the, the truth of the matter is, is if we're abiding in Christ, if we're remaining in Him, um, then our wants are going to be our needs. We're going to only ask God for what we need. We're not going to go overboard. It's not like a blank check when you know when we come on our knees before God. It's you know what's going to make me more like you. That's what we should be guessing for. Kind of takes the pressure off when we're also worried about how we're going to figure it out. If we realize that Jesus is the one who's providing, it's really just wondering how he's going to figure it out for us. And um, and all we're supposed to do is, like Jeff said, abide in Christ, you know, um, be with him, in him, have a vibrant relationship with him, and he will guide our steps to those green pastures and still waters that Psalm 23 talks about. And we are continuing on in our topic this evening. It's been a great time so far, just realizing that there's a lot of things sometimes that we think we need and things that um, God really knows that we need and he's working on the things that matter for our lives because he loves us you know and um, that's a good thing to uh, think about yeah we have a verse in Psalm 34 which is very famous we were talking about uh, back in our unbelievable spot how we just want that taste and um, the famous verse says oh taste and see that the Lord is good blessed is the man who trusts in him oh fear the Lord you his saints there is no want for those who fear him The young lions lack and suffer hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. So how do we, you know, how do we provide for our needs? We seek the Lord. The Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things they'll be added to. Don't worry about what you're going to eat, you know, how you're going to dress. Don't worry about all those things because God's already taken care of it. If he provides cool clothes for the grass, which is here today and tomorrow it's gone. Um, if he provides for the ravens and for the birds of the field, then he's going to provide for you, especially if you're seeking his righteousness. That's why, um, 
you know, that's what we're talking about tonight is about being righteous, following the Lord, seeking what he wants for us. And uh, he's going to provide a great example of that in Jesus with his disciples. Jesus was, they were going to get ready for the last, the last supper, you know, the Passover. And Jesus tells his disciples to go on ahead into the city. And he says, um, there's this guy going to be there and he's going to have a a room already ready to go for you. Just got to go and talk to him and (laughs) you'll know it's him because he's going to be like this. And, you know, the disciples go and it's just like Jesus said. And it's a great example. It's a, it's a small thing. You know, but it was a really big thing for the disciples. You know, where are we going to have this thing? You know, where are we going to have this Passover, this feast? He walks into the city, and there's this guy. Here's the keys, you know. Yeah. And um, Jesus had already worked out the details ahead of time. And that's our Savior. You know, there's never a place or a time in the Word where Jesus puts the onus on the disciples to figure something out. You know, he just asks the disciples to follow him and to trust him. And he's the one who takes care of all the details. He's the one who takes care of all the things that Jeff was saying earlier about, you know, the food and what we're going to wear and all those details of our lives. Yeah, not only is he the bridegroom, but he's the wedding planner, too. Oh! (laughs) And we live a good life here in America. We sure do. um, With tasty cakes and Slurpees and, you know, fancy cars. Cold Stone. Polo (laughs) and uh, Ralph Lauren and all those wonderful things. And um, we're so blessed, but... Um, what we really need is the Word of God, and um, we've been spending some time in that. We will do that continuing on. We're going to take it personally here on the altar life. It's really easy for us to just talk about what the Bible says and what we're supposed to do, but some life experience that Brent and I have had uh, as far as God providing our needs. Um, you know, not just when we prayed for something that we wanted and we got it. That's the easy story to tell, but when we were really lacking and God, um, you know, filled the gap i guess yeah. you'd say did you want to start brand yeah or you want just, me to go or? well i just know that one classic real life example is my wife um <laughs> you know it's not good for brent to be alone <laughs> that is true and you know i i was single till i was about you know i'm 30 now and um i was single till i was like 27 and um and that's a long time when you're, <laughs> especially when you're, in the church when you've been thinking about getting married since you were like 15 and you're yeah. like oh man I want to get married and you start thinking about that and it took like a long time in my life um, half my life I was thinking about getting married and I wasn't <laughs> and I always thought you know God you're never going to provide this for me and um, you know, I would pray about it and, you know, then I would try this relationship and that relationship and, you know, never was the right thing, um, until, you know, God brought my wife along and, um, you know, it wasn't like what I thought it was going to be. It was better. And, um, God just totally blessed me with a wife and I have a kid and, you know, life is good. Um, but she's exactly what I needed. You know, she's not like me. And um, I was looking for someone that was just like me (laughs) because I thought I was cool. (laughs) But um, he gave me somebody that's the exact opposite of me to compliment me and to to be strong when I'm weak and things like that. So he totally provided in my life. And that's a testimony of God providing for our needs. Yeah, every positive needs the equal negative, and your negative definitely made her positive. That's true. (laughs) Boo. Anyway, yeah, my own life, um, you know, just through different mistakes that I've made and Uh, you know, just missing out on things and God being, you know, he's provided jobs for me when I've needed them, when it's, things have been, you know, really desperate, um, providing cars when my car like falls apart. Like someone's like, Oh, I got this free car. Do you want to be like, yes. Like that's true story for me. Like twice that's happened. So God definitely knows exactly what I need. And, uh, you know, same thing with a go for wife, uh, you know, definitely what I needed. And, uh, what else can I say? Um, but anyway, we're going to be wrapping it up here very shortly. But um, what are the things that you think you need tonight? Um, 
it was a, it's a time to gut check ourselves. You know, do you think you need um, all this stuff in your life, or, or do you really need it? <laughs> yeah. um, because Jesus, you know, Jesus is all about providing for our needs and giving us the best stuff. Um, he's not going to just give us the thing we want right away just because we we want to whine and complain and we want it. He may be holding out in your life for something better, and um, it takes some amount of faith and uh, patience and trust in Him, as the Word said, um, to pursue that stuff and uh, let God provide. Yeah, um, the fact that God's going to provide for our needs. What are what are you thinking that you need? Is it a relationship? Is it a job? Is it you know? the perfect salary or the perfect model wife you know what are you what are your needs what are your priorities in your life we need to seek the lord and when we seek the lord and start to live righteously then he's going to find exactly what we need to fit the pieces so to to make us more like him which is the ultimate goal so hopefully you've gotten that we're going to continue next week with more about our beloved jesus christ so until then be cool cats live for christ the altar life period